0: Welcome to today's Power Up Your Presence podcast, I am Diane Craig, and I'm Sandra Corelli. We have designed each and every episode to help you power up, step up and lead up your presence. A mix of stories, tips, insights and conversations with trailblazers who speak candidly about their journey to leadership. In this episode, we'll be focused on why is it that sometimes we nail it and sometimes we fail it. Diane. Why is it that we don't always bring our best self? This is a a key question. Well, it can
1: be something as simple as the mood that we're in. Uh, Let me elaborate here. You create an impression in every interaction you have with someone, even the colleagues that you work with day in and day out. For example, someone may say, John doesn't look like he's had a good commute in this morning. And then you look at Susie and you say, well, you know, Susie was at a networking event last night and it looks like it went well, she seems quite happy. And then later on in the day, uh, you're in a meeting with Susie, she looks stressed and frustrated. So there we go, she's making a second first impression. John, on the other hand, was in good mood when you saw him last totally change. So for those of you who are listening, Can you think of someone you met who made a great first impression on you? What was their behavior like?
0: How did they make you feel? Now, Diane, in the work we do, we're meeting people all the time. So can you give us an example of someone who you met recently that made a good impression on you? Oh, I'd love to share. I I have
1: one uh, in mind, actually, and this one really stands out for me. I was to meet a colleague uh, at a fundraiser, and she had mentioned that she really wanted me to introduce, uh, she really wanted me to meet this person, and she thought that he would be a great speaker at one of the events that we were organizing. I must say, Sandra, I was somewhat intimidated by meeting this person because Uh, Without going into very many details, he had uh, an incredible career to date and truly a business icon here in this city, in Toronto. And I was wondering really if he would be receptive to doing some work with us. And here's what happened. When I met him, immediately I felt that warmth And when I shook his hand, I sensed this humble confidence. You know, there are people sometimes they're they're very confident, but they appear arrogant. This person was confident and so humble. I just sense it. You know, when you meet someone, you say, this is like a good person. And that's what I felt from him. Now, what happened? He was engaging and he certainly wasn't engaging because he was talking about his heroic stories. He was genuinely curious about me, about the work we do, and uh, our team as individuals. I felt his authenticity in his curiosity about what our company did, the people we worked with, and he was also interested in our journey, which was amazing. He uh, made me feel that I was knowledgeable. He made me feel important.
0: And I was truly humbled by his humility. Wow, if only everyone can be so effective in I making know, a great first impression like that.
1: But the thing is, we know, it's not the case. Uh, you know, that person, you just want to impress, you engage in a conversation with them, and it's very much a one-way dialogue, a, a, a one-way conversation. It's not a dialogue. When you do finally get a chance to say something, what happens? It's
0: totally ignored. Yeah, and for me, the big difference is when you're speaking with someone and you can tell that they're not fully present with you, they're either on their phone or they seem to be distracted by the last meeting that they were in, and you feel that lack of presence.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, this lack of eye contact. You know, I prefer the person who's, you know, talking to me on my phone or over this text. So what we're saying here is that People can try and impress us often also with their credential, their knowledge and their level of credibility or or influence. And as a matter of fact, this reminds me, just last week I was at a dinner. It was a, a large association and there were people from everywhere and there was a gentleman sitting next to me and here's how he tried to impress and You know, make this great first impression. It was by asking people at the table if uh, we were part of LinkedIn. Are you on LinkedIn? And I said, Yes, I am on LinkedIn. And then he turned to me and he showed me his phone to show me his 30,000 contacts. (laughs) And I thought, well, this is a bit out of context. I don't know why we're we're talking about (laughs) this, but he really wanted to impress everyone at the table with the fact that he had so many connections and i must say that in in any situation our likability will always trump our credibility so i i'm assuming that he was trying to show how credible he was by showing us all these 30,000 contacts and in fact it it seemed like everybody was a little bit shocked that he would do this out of context completely and his likability factor really went down because of that, with everyone that was uh, seated at the table. Although I must say, though, one thing we have to be very careful is that likability is not a substitute for your credibility, obviously. Of course, yes. You need to have that foundation, except that if you want to impress people, that is not where you start, how credible you are. You want to be first likable, warm, friendly, and elevate your level of trust with that person. Talking about trust, if there's the saying, you know, if people like you, it's a lot easier for people to trust.
0: And that reminds me of one of my favorite quotes from the movie, The Imitation Game, where, and you might recall it, where Jones says oh, to yes. Alan, it doesn't matter how smart you are, if they don't like you, they will not help you.
1: Yeah, and I so remember his. Is expression of deep thinking,
0: right? Yeah, and you're not going to inspire that followership if you if people don't want to work with you and don't feel that warmth factor and that connect and that ability to really build that connection with them. Some of you may be familiar with the trust equation exercise and for those of you that haven't read the book titled The Trusted Advisor by Charles Green, I'm happy to share that he will be on a future episode and so you'll get to learn more about his book. And in his book, he talks about the trust equation. And there's four variables within the trust equation to measure trustworthiness and you may want to pick up a pen for this one by visiting his website, you will be able to participate in the assessment itself, and that's at trustedadvisor.com, or you can pick up a copy of his book. But we'll walk through the equation now. So when you think about the four variables, the first one is credibility, the second one is reliability, the third one, intimacy, and the fourth one, self-orientation. And when completing the trust equation, you'll be asked to rate yourself on each of those variables from one to 10. Now, when we think about credibility, demonstrating our credibility typically comes easy to most of us. It's really our ability to demonstrate our knowledge and expertise around something. When it comes to reliability, this means really being consistent in our actions and behaviors. The reliability and dependability of how we show up and what people can expect from us. What's more difficult to get a high score in is intimacy. And when we talk about intimacy in this way, this is really about how well you know the person. Do you know their main interests? Maybe you've been working with someone for two years and you don't know the name of their children or what they like to do after work and their hobbies. So it's really being able to get to know that person at an intimate level. It's about creating that emotional connection, Diane, and making them um, really feel that sense of safety. So it's about the emotional connection that you're able to build Mm -hmm. and the safety in the relationship that people feel they can share openly. And the more you share, the more that person will feel comfortable sharing with you. Absolutely. So in order to increase your score in this area of intimacy, it's always a good idea to really get to know the person at a different level and show that you're genuinely interested in them as a whole. Self-orientation, on the other hand, this one you want to have a lower score in versus credibility, reliability, and intimacy. So in self-orientation, a low score means you're selfless and a high score would mean you're on the other end of the spectrum as selfish. So for example, a woman and her child would be in a selfless relationship and that would be a score, let's say, of one. Someone trying to sell a product that will give them the highest commission, not because it's the best product for you, but that's the product that they're going to get the most money I think from, all been there. would be considered selfish. So you really want to consider when you're dealing with individuals, is it all about you and how can you make it less about you and more about that individual, more about what you can give versus what you can get? People are not fools and they know when a relationship is only one way. So I encourage everyone to go to the Trusted Advisor website, trustedadvisor.com. Give it a shot and try the assessment and see. Think of someone you know when you're completing the assessment and see what areas you may have to work on when it comes to your relationship and the level of trust.
1: And be sure to listen to the podcast when uh, Charles Green is going to be here, as Sandra was mentioning, because he'll go deeper into the trust equation as well. Absolutely. And, uh, and his book is definitely a great roadmap to elevating your level of trust with people. Uh, now, you know there is something else that helps create a great first impression. So we talked about likability. We talk about credibility. And now I'd like to bring the attention to our level of power. Now, what do we mean by power? What makes you powerful? You're powerful because you have a great network. You're powerful because you can introduce me to people. You're powerful because you are so knowledgeable on a a particular topic or issue. You bring real value to the table. And the, the fourth variable, variables of uh, creating a great first impression has to do with the appearance. Now, I don't want to dwell on this, but it's still a very important piece because when you look the part, it's a lot easier to be invited. And once you're invited, if you look the part, it's a lot easier to show you have the goods to stay in. So that's when the credibility can come in and, and I will believe you more because already I I like you and I uh, I trust you. So this is really, uh, when we talk about appearance, it's about good grooming. And good grooming has never, never been out of style. So let me recap. First impression, four variables, and these variables have been identified by social behavior scientists. And it's your likability, your credibility, your power,
0: and your appearance. So when it comes to first impressions, we know that people that make a great first impression are the people we like. They make us feel important, they make us feel listened to, and yet we find ourselves sometimes lacking a little bit of confidence, and we get into how knowledgeable and credible we are. So as you go through the week, catch yourself, be present, be warm, be curious, and make a point of noticing how people react to you.
1: All of the details can be found in the show notes for today's episode.
0: Every morning, set your intentions toward your dreams. Some may refer to goals. We like the word dreams. It sounds more exciting and not so hard to think about. We hope to meet you in person one day at one of our workshops, or you may even decide that private coaching is more for you.
1: We encourage you to go to our website at corporateclassinc.com for additional resources, blogs, and videos that you may find to help enhance your confidence and your presence. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast, It's Complimentary, and write a review. Thank you for listening to Power Up Your Presence podcast, the passion, the presence, the power. Until next time, power up, step up, lead up.